Howdy. What's going on? Thanks so much for listening to the podcast. It is heard live every day, by the way, from noon until 3 on WBT Radio in Charlotte. And if you want exclusive content, invitations to events, the weekly live stream, my daily show prep with links, become a patron. Go to the PeteCallanerShow.com. This podcast is also supported by North Carolina businesses, so please consider supporting them. Try not to skip through their short ad. Make sure you hit the subscribe button to get every episode for free right to your smartphone or tablet. And thanks so much for your support. All righty. So uh, over the last 24 hours, uh, what we thought was sort of the... uh the calls for unity uh, between the various factions, well, two factions, basically, inside the Republican Party, uh, the Ron DeSantis camp and the Donald Trump camp. Um, there were all these calls to like, no, 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 unity, unity. We got to get back together. You know, the focus is going to be on on Joe Biden in the general election. I mean, after, I guess, today, depending on how the whole New Hampshire primary shakes out. Um, also, by the way. I just uh, I just noticed this. I was scrolling through the X Twitter machine, and I noticed a couple different stories from different media outlets today um, talking about Donald Trump's uh, problem with independence in the general election. That he's somehow or another. I guess this was brand new information. Nobody had any access to any of this information before. Uh, the GOP primaries started or the caucus in Iowa, but apparently um, that he has a problem among independent voters that don't want to support him. And uh, they're like never Trump and this and that. Uh, and, and in particular, in some swing states, there was one poll that came out from Pennsylvania, shows him down by a bunch um, among, uh, again, independents, but also among Republicans that are never Trump. They ne- they, they're not going to vote for him. So uh, I, I just found it really interesting that all a couple of these stories, well, I mean, all of them really coming today um, as maybe a, uh, a an attempt to sway New Hampshire voters towards Nikki Haley. Right. But not before the Iowa caucuses. But now, yes, now it's a problem, although maybe they believe that Trump is going to be the nominee and, uh, you know, the biggest threat to democracy uh, that uh, the world has ever seen. Donald Trump, uh, which is why so many people on uh, the left uh, and in the media, but I repeat myself, uh, were, you know, angling for him to be the nominee. They really uh, they really appreciate him being the nominee uh, in the media, especially for uh, for ratings purposes. I mean, he's a gold mine for them. So, uh, but apparently, uh, yeah, there's a, a newly discovered weakness that Donald Trump has among independent voters that uh, that just don't want to vote for him. And he's going to need uh, a, a good chunk of those independent voters in the general election. Again, that's just polling. It's all speculative. It's predictive. So we don't know. A lot can happen in the next 10 months. Uh, and so we'll see. Uh, I just, I note the timing of the pieces uh, is it an attempt to to give Nikki Haley a bit of a boost today with wavering primary voters in New Hampshire? Either way, seemed like it would have been a, I don't know, kind of a good story to hammer away prior to the Iowa caucus. But, you know, what do I know? Just a little old radio host. Um, but now after the, uh, the, you know, the dropping out of DeSantis and uh, today's uh, primary in New Hampshire, um, we saw some calls yesterday for unity among the DeSantis and Trump camps. I mean, not all of the people. I mean, you, as I said yesterday, uh, always look for the incentives uh, 
structure that exists around particular media outlets or influencers on you know online and such um because people are rarely willing to go against their own incentives their own self-interest rarely do people do that so in my experience and from my observation um and so they you've got a lot of influencers uh and, and i do refer to a lot of them um as grifters uh that are you know constantly uh promoting ideas and uh and stirring the pot and telling people what they want to hear and then tacking on some sort of uh appeal for uh donations and merchandise and that sort of thing um and, and look i on this i got a pretty good idea of what i'm talking about i live in this world okay um i am nowhere near the 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 influential voice as i see some of the these uh these online influencers enjoy now nowhere near it and i'm fine with that by the way i am totally fine with that um anybody who gets into this line of work and starts doing some public eye opinion uh speaking uh you will find out very quickly how many people want you to shut up to the point where uh they are interested in uh threatening violence against you doxing you although i use my real name which, looking back, I probably should have just gone with a, a pseudonym. Although, they would have doxed me anyway. At some point, it comes out. People, you know, people are able to, to track that stuff down. Um, but, yeah, until you start getting death threats, which I have, and people show up at your home, which I have had that happen to me. People put my home address out there into um, Twitter arguments in order to uh, to, to intimidate to threaten, uh, to pressure me to shut up with the idea being like, oh, someone's going to show up at your house, dot, dot, dot. Well, what does that mean? There's no reason for you to put someone's address out there unless it's a some sort of a threat against them. So if you are in the public eye at all and you're in the political sphere, as I have been now for, you know, 20 years, um, you you are going to, this is going to happen to you. And so the bigger you get, the more it happens. I actually watched, um, last night, I watched the uh, Tucker Carlson interview with uh, the fella who goes by the online name on Twitter. Uh, he goes by Cat Turd 2. Um, I, I don't know who the one was. I guess somebody had the handle. Somebody had that name on Twitter already, so he named himself 2, Cat Turd 2. But he refuses to give his name. He doesn't want to give his name out. And he appeared for this interview, but he wore dark sunglasses, a hat, and all that. I mean, obviously, anybody who lives in his neighborhood or something or knows who, like, they're going to be able to identify the guy. But he talked about how he had been swatted, um, and, you know, which is attempted murder. I, he, that's what he called it, and I've been calling it that for years as well, because that is what it is. People call police pretend to be you, and uh, the attempt is to get the police, the SWAT team, to kick down your door and shoot you to death, to kill you. That's the point. So when you get to be very large as an influencer or in politics, as a candidate even, like because Marjorie Taylor Greene has been swatted, um, and they really do, state law really needs to start treating this as um, as attempted murder and carry with it really serious long-term prison time. But uh, all that being said, just to say this, that I am fine. So just in case people 
think that um, uh, that this is some sort of an envy thing on influencers. It is anything but. I do not want that kind of a life. When you get that big, I, I do not want that. Um, that being said, these people who are these influencers have an incentive to keep churning out the same kind of content that their audience demands. And a lot of these influencers uh, built their audience over the last decade, as have I. And over the last decade, politics has been uh, mainly revolving around Donald Trump. And so if your entire uh, influencer uh, shtick is to, and I don't mean that, I shouldn't say it like that. I don't mean it like it's a a pejorative. I'm just like, if, if your whole persona, if what you do is defense of Donald Trump, uh, then that's what your audience demands. And if you stop giving them that, they're going to leave. And uh, I recognize that pressure. Those are incentives, right? And I'm not saying that they that it always corrupts people or makes people do things they otherwise wouldn't want to do. I mean, sometimes it does, but not always. Um, I just point these things out as something to keep in mind. Much like when you're looking at polling. I always say the most important information in any poll is who conducted it, right? That's, you got to know who did it and you got to know who paid for it, right? Because if, uh, for example, a campaign pays for a poll and it comes out showing that their campaign is not doing well, uh, well, they're, first off, they're not going to release that poll, right? Because <laughs> it looks bad for them. So all of that to say, absolutely, Governor Ron DeSantis should have vetoed that absolutely asinine bill that was run down in Florida to pay for Donald Trump's legal fees. Absolutely asinine. Keep in mind, Donald Trump didn't ask for it. These are just some of the the Florida Republicans who are trying to ride the Trump train, right, to draft off of Donald Trump and and to uh, to appear to be, you know, all in with Trump for their uh for their constituents as they seek re-election it was an absolutely stupid bill to run no DeSantis isn't backstabbing MAGA which is what all the influencers are now saying these not all of them but a lot of the Trump influencers uh, that derive money from defending him if not direct payments through LLCs um, as is rumored I don't know that to be true but regardless they they, they are influencers and they are uh, they're pulling money especially like on Twitter where they get paid for engagements and stuff uh, don't take the bait. This is not uh, the fault or the doing of Donald Trump or any of the people in his orbit or any of the influencers around him. Or none, none of that. This I put squarely on Florida's chief financial officer, a guy by the name of Jimmy Patronus. Patronus. It's, uh, I think he's Polish. Anyway, um, he announced the filing of Senate Bill 1740. This was yesterday. This is a press release from the CFO of Florida, Jimmy Petronas, who announces the filing of Senate Bill 1740 by Senator Eliana Garcia, also a Republican, which creates something called the Florida Freedom Fighters Fund, or the FFF, or the uh, or the as I like to call it. The fund would provide up to $5 million in financial support to Florida residents 
running for president who face legal, partisan, political attacks by the Department of Justice or state attorneys. So Donald Trump, right? That's what we're talking about is Donald Trump. I assume, right? I assume he did, he did officially change his residency to Florida, right? From New York. I think that's right. I think I remember that from a while ago, a couple, yeah, a couple years back. Um, Here's the quote from Patronus. We got a Florida man, and he capitalizes Florida man, which <laughs> is like, like Florida man does most Florida man thing ever. Um, we, got, we got a Florida man, Donald Trump, running for president, and he's facing ongoing legal challenges from Democrats in New York, Washington, D.C., and Atlanta. The left is really good at weaponizing the courts, and because President Biden is so unpopular, they're not just trying to beat Trump at the ballot box, they're trying to throw him behind bars, which is outrageous. We need this because of the free state of Florida, or as the free state of Florida, we are facing an onslaught of attacks from the federal government against the Sunshine State. If we can help and support a Florida candidate for the White House, that's just good from a dollars and cents perspective. <laughs> okay. You spend so much time focusing on can you do it, you never stop to consider should you do it, to quote Jeff Goldblum from the documentary Jurassic Park. From all the decisions the federal government makes with regard to military installations, to roads, to disaster aid, it's in Florida's best interest to make sure their uh, champion for the president is allowed a fair shot at the White House without being taken down by some fake witch hunt. Moreover, if Governor DeSantis makes another run at it, he has said that he too could face the same legal headwinds that Trump is facing. Uh, Thank you to Senator Garcia, who had the guts to fight back against the corrupt Biden regime and put freedom, justice, and her constituents first. Together, we'll work hard to ensure President Trump has the support he needs to make our country great again. This is a terrible idea. And DeSantis said he would veto it. Outrage ensues. All right, do the current world events have you wondering whether we are teetering on the edge of catastrophe? Are you concerned it's going to reach our shores? Okay, so what are you doing about your concerns? Let me help. Carolina Readiness Supply at carolinareadiness.com. Whether you're looking to expand your emergency preparedness supplies or you have no idea where to even begin, Carolina Readiness Supply can help you. Food, water purifiers, tools, first aid kits, instructional materials, camping and hiking supplies even. Because being prepared is just smart. Carolina Readiness Supply has 2,000 square feet of supplies and educational materials that you'll need for any kind of emergency. In Waynesville and always at carolinareadiness.com veteran-owned Carolina readiness supply will you be ready when the lights go out all right so down in florida we have this bill that is run by a state senator Ileana garcia and this bill would front load five million dollars from the state's public campaign finance matching funds program and then it would backfill the funding pay it back from voluntary donations via driver's license registrations okay so they're going to front the five mil, and then when people go in to register for their driver's license, they, are, I guess, would be asked, hey, do you want to kick in some money to defend Donald Trump's legal, uh, uh, or pay for his legal bills? Because that's what this measure would do. And this was introduced, this was championed yesterday afternoon. Press release goes out. Okay. Then we have um, the stories that follow. Because once the press release goes out, now you have Politico that picks up the story. Politico 
Their story is some Florida Republicans want taxpayers to pay Trump's legal bills. Now, that headline has been changed. It got stealth edited, okay, by Politico. There's also a website called flvoicenews.com, and uh, its original headline has also been changed. Why? Because within an hour, I believe it was within an hour of... Let me double check. Mm. Mm, 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 mm. Yeah. Um, Within an hour or a little bit over an hour after the tweets went out from Politico saying, hey, we want uh, the state of Florida taxpayers to front load this five million dollars for legal expenses for Donald Trump. And um, Ron DeSantis went out onto Twitter, responding to the political story headline, and he said, quote, but not the Florida Republican who wields the veto pen. In other words, he's going to veto this. This is not going to happen. That's not an insult to Donald Trump, okay? And honestly, people, like, and if this is not you, then I'm not talking to you specifically, but there are a lot of people that, remember 15 years ago? Oh, we used to laugh and laugh at the snowflakes. Remember those days when we were all together voting for Mitt Romney? No, I'm kidding. But <laughs> no, but back then, we used to mock the cry closets, the participation trophies. And it was all, it was all the, uh, the outward expressions of emotional distress from the snowflakes. And nowadays, for the love of me, holy smokes, it seems like everybody is a freaking snowflake all of a sudden. What happened? Did I miss something? Was there a memo that went out? Everybody's just like, they just go, they just go to pieces on stuff. And so DeSantis sends this out because the headline was, Some Florida Republicans want taxpayers to pay Trump's legal bills. And his response was, but not the Florida Republican who wields the veto pen. It was a direct response to the headline, which, by the way, was changed by Politico, because after DeSantis sent out the tweet, the state senator, Garcia, pulled the bill. (laughs) She pulled the bill. Backed away from it. She put out a statement at 8 o'clock last night, said the bill was filed on January 5th amidst a crowded primary, including two Florida residents. Talking about the presidential race, January 5th. My concern was the political weaponization against conservative candidates. And while Jimmy Patronus brought me this bill at a time when all candidates were committing to campaign throughout the primary, one front runner now remains and he can handle himself. I will be withdrawing the bill, Senate Bill 1740. She also then locked all of, any comments, any responses. The, the pro-Trump influence crowd is now and has been for the last, uh, what, 18 hours or so, savaging Ron DeSantis. Jack Posobiec. I don't know how you pronounce his last name. Posobiec? 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 And anyway, um, he said, Big Ron couldn't keep unity for one full day. Once a meatball, always a meatball. I, I don't even know. what the, Is that because he's Italian? Um, why is it like... 
I don't understand why you would see this as an insult from DeSantis to Donald Trump, who is a billionaire and uh, and can pay for his own legal bills. Why would you? Why is it a conservative position to take taxpayer funding and give it to a guy who's facing charges in a different state? That's not conservatism. That's not. So, Joseph Pino, Pino, Pino. I don't know. He's another big time. Uh, uh, influencer for Trump. He says, DeSantis cherry-picked an article to make a veiled swipe at Trump. This is like the freaking dog whistle stuff. It's a veiled swipe. Is it? Is it really a swipe at Trump? Or is it just him saying, this is a stupid idea, I'm going to veto it? And you're saying some Republicans, and he says, not this Republican, and I can actually kill it, and I'm going to. He says, this is something Trump didn't ask for. That is true. So much for unity, backstabber. Why would this be backstabbing? If Trump didn't ask for it, then you would think there's no problem with him saying, I'm going to veto it. See what I mean? Like this incentives. What are these influencers incentives? It's to keep this stuff churning. It's to keep the animosity. And guys, I got bad news for you. Okay. Uh, If you keep it up, you're going to guarantee a Trump loss in the November election. People will not want to join your club. They're not going to want to. You could take that or leave it. Doesn't matter to me. Uh, message here from James. Um, ch- sorry, James. Ch- that's the handle. I, I, I don't make other people's names. I did Pete Callender. That's mine. Um, He says, Pete, the DeSantis crowd on Twitter, or X, have been recycling Dems false narratives and creating new lies for months to attack Trump and average people voters, and they are still doing it, so you giving Trump all all of the blame isn't correct. What What was I giving Trump all of the blame for? What exactly was I giving him all of the blame for? What did I blame Trump for? I literally said well i mean i'm talking about the story about the litigation or not the legislation uh out of florida to pay for five million dollars in legal bills which by the way after DeSantis said he would veto such a bill as any conservative republican should you do not you don't you don't take taxpayer money to fund a defense fund for somebody charged in a different state it's not an appropriate use of tax money. Um, anyway, so and, and the 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 people who uh, filed the bill pulled it. They took it. They took it down. And by the way, it was a senator who did it, uh, and she endorsed Donald Trump. She uh, filed the legislation, and then she withdrew it. So I don't understand. I don't understand what this message means. I'm giving Trump all the blame. Isn't correct. All what blame? Or are you talking about the fact that he's got a problem with independence? Because <laughs> that's actually been known for a while. It's been known for a while. That's not Ron DeSantis's fault. In fact, that's why Nikki Haley thinks she has a lane to run in. is precisely for that reason. That's not because of Ron DeSantis. That's because of Donald Trump. It is. And the media. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Not Ron DeSantis's fault. Um, but if you want to talk about the, the influencers... Uh, or the you know the crowds that are around the candidates in uh, you know in the online space, um, be careful tossing those rocks, uh, because they're 
there are quite a few people inside MAGA-land that savaged the most conservative policy victories, promoting left-wing narratives to undermine conservative wins in order to get, uh, in order to uh, to promote Donald Trump. Right. So, uh, the, the, no one's hands are clean. There, look, there are people on the DeSantis side in the in the Twitter world and social media. Absolutely. There are so many people, sure, but none of them were paid by the campaign. These aren't people that were hired to do this stuff. Um, well, except for like one, like their PR people, obviously, if they were in the, uh, if they were actually on the campaign payroll. But you, you can't control what everybody says, obviously so, which is why people on these social media platforms have a responsibility, which is one of the things that, uh, you know, when you give everybody their own printing press, they don't actually teach you. Right. They just give you the account and say, have at it. And you build a whole following, uh, you know, popping off just lies. There are plenty of people that do that. They they make a living lying, you know, Um, and that's not that's not the case uh, for um, for people if they go through like what I went through, which was I went, you know, I went to college, I went through journalism, mass communication stuff, and they went through university and they always talked about that your responsibility and your ethics and the people I've worked for in the radio industry over the last 15 years, uh, you know, there's there's always been this, this culture of uh, responsibility. You crack the mic, you have a responsibility. And a lot of people that operate in social media do not. It doesn't matter to them. I'm not saying all of them. There are, there are a lot that do, but a lot that don't. So the key, the key is to try to figure out, again, what is the incentive structure around whoever it is that you're following and reading and listening to, right? To try to figure that out, to try to see where their biases might be. That's all. That's all I'm saying. Yes, again, yeah, Monica, people need to work on listening skills. Well, it's like Vince Coakley says, do not hear what I'm not saying. <laughs> right? Do not hear what I am not saying. I thought this was interesting, though, that the one report said DeSantis taunted his veto pen. Like, was like, oh, your mom was a pencil. Like, I don't understand that.